0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the latest installment of Cat Chronicles, the official podcast of the Houston Sabercats. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. And joining me today is one of the new members of the Houston Sabercats, Mr. C.C. Mahoney. What's going on, C.C.? And welcome to the Houston Sabercats. What's up, man? My What's up,
1: man? How you doing? How you doing?
0: Doing well, doing well. First and foremost, like I just said, um, welcome to the Houston SaberCats, and I'm a little bit excited to do this interview with you because normally when I when I talk to the new players who who are joining the Houston Sabercats for the upcoming 2022 season. It's always, I like to call him a rookie, somebody who is new to the MLR. But you actually are coming over to the Houston Sabercats after (laughs) spending some time with the San Diego Legion. So can you just start talking about what was it like playing in San Diego? Yeah,
1: man, uh, everything over here is great. I mean, the weather is great. Rugby is great. Just like uh, overall, the rugby over here in California is really coming up really quick. So, uh, yeah, with the rugby over here, is everything is great. San Diego, the foundation, everything has been amazing. It's been a, a great learning experience being here since uh, day one. So, yeah, everything, everything over here is great, man. Just uh, pretty excited to get my move on and see what's popping over there in uh, Houston.
0: <laughs> awesome, <laughs> awesome. You know, speaking of your move to Houston, what actually led to your decision to sign with the Houston Sabercats this offseason?
1: Um, there's been some kind of uh, like chitter-chatter talks behind them, behind all of this, but really for me, it was just the, the coaching staff, the amount of uh, experience they have and and all of them coming together. And the coach actually reached out to me first and uh, had spoken to me about what what do I want to do next uh, what's my contract looking over here and I told him I was I was free after this and if, he, if San Diego didn't want to resign me then I'd be up for grabs and yeah just went on from there a couple months later coach was talking about sending me a contract and everything and with me I was, I'd usually just go with yeah 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 it's okay until you send me the actual thing <laughs> send me the actual contract so once I actually seen the contract and and read everything on there, it was like I came down. Like, I finally noticed that it is really, it's real. It's going to happen. And actually, tomorrow, I'm leaving San Diego. So I'm going to start my move going across to Houston.
0: Hmm. Awesome, man. How excited are you about the possibility of not just joining the Sabercast, about the possibility of joining to Houston? Because I know, you know, everything is all nice out there in California, but you're coming down to the South, man, and it's a whole different world down here. <laughs>
1: Hey, man, nothing wrong with the self, man. Nothing wrong with the self. I actually have a very close family out there. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm there most of them, sometimes throughout the year, a couple of weeks, maybe sometimes a month, uh, just hanging out with my cousins out there. So, yeah, it's, it's nothing new to me Uh, going over there to Houston. Uh, that's actually the only part in Texas that I go to to visit. So mm-hmm. it, it won't be too new to me, like, uh, just being around the area and everything. So, yeah, it should be great.
0: Awesome. Sounds good. And by the way, I just want to say you made a great decision by coming here to Houston. You mentioned that's the only city in, in Texas that you actually go to. So, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. It, it's the city of Houston is better than Dallas and Austin. I'm not trying to throw no shade. I'm just saying it's better than Dallas and Austin. But with all that being said, you mentioned you had an opportunity to start talking to coach. What is it about coach that actually helped you with your decision to come to the Houston SaberCats? And can you just talk about the importance of establishing a relationship with coach so early
1: um i mean it's like a it's like a regular job you know before you go and actually do the job you want to like kind of look into it do some kind of research on who who your boss is what he's done and like what his resume is looking like you know what i mean so in order for you to be successful you want to kind of know that you're the person that's trying to help you was successful too therefore you're for surely going to go in that direction of being successful And um, just me looking into uh, Heineken's uh, stuff. It's been amazing, all of his uh, World Cup stuff, his stuff with uh, South Africa and uh, his coaching with South Africa and all of that, and his coaching staff that he's bringing over. I looked into some of that, and, man, it's really amazing. I can't wait to go over there and uh, start working, getting uh, some new skills in, some new new techniques in with rugby, some stuff that I did not know. uh, Just, you know, willing to learn, you know? (laughs)
0: Given your experience that you have playing in the MLR, what are some of the lessons that you can actually take from San Diego that can actually help not only you, but the Houston Sabercats be successful in 2022?
1: Uh, I think what I learned from here in San Diego is uh, everything we do together as a team uh, really means, means a lot, and it will help us at the end goal when we start getting towards the finals. If we do learn how to become a team together as one early on in the season then leading on to throughout the rest of the season halfway and into the season finals and everything, it should go perfectly as planned if, you know, the team is willing to come together mm-hmm. and be together as one. That's a – leaving here from San Diego, that's what I've learned. Uh, you got to be together as a team as one in order to push through and fight through this season.
0: And to elaborate on that just a little bit further, can you just talk to the listeners how important it is for a team to develop that chemistry, that camaraderie, in order to not only gain the success but also maintain it beyond the 2022 season?
1: Oh man, um, I think what that is, uh, like it's like you said, just we gotta trust, trust. Uh, we gotta be willing to trust each other. When once I get over there, I'm gonna have to learn my new teammates. Think I'm gonna to have to start trusting them like they're my brothers. Help them become like uh become a better player than they are originally coming in as. And then in order for that to happen, it would it would uh what you call it? It would automatically happen the other way around. Like it would be me learning from them and them learning from me, so forth. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: Last question before moving on, the Houston Sabre Cats and San Diego played each other twice last year, and they split <laughs> the two-game series. Did you have an opportunity to play in both of those games?
1: Uh, yes. I did the first uh, – I was able to play the first game. The second game, I wasn't able. I was currently on tour with the USA team. Mm, gotcha, so, gotcha. But, but the first game, uh, home for you guys, I was in <laughs> there. I came off the bench for that. Uh, it was kind of <laughs> – it was a good game. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, sir. And that what I was actually going to talk Houston to you about. Houston <laughs> really
1: came out to play. <laughs> Houston really came out to play. I'll, I'll give him that.
0: <laughs> and, you know, the Sabercats won that game 34-32, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And it was actually one of, if not the most competitive game, not just for the Sabercats of San Diego, but possibly one of the most competitive games throughout the whole entire MLR knowing that it came down to a missed um, penalty kick by the mm-hmm. uh, extra uh, mixed try kick by San Diego, can you just talk about what it was like playing against the Houston Sabercats and also what it was like hearing this Houston Sabercats fan base and how excited are you knowing that the fan base that you heard inside of viva <laughs> stadium is now going to be cheering you on <laughs> moving forward
1: hey man that's 100 i gotta be happy about that about the, the fans being on my side at least <laughs> well i i hope they will be on my side because uh I'm, I'm over here i'm going to be coming over to them mm-hmm. be playing for them now so everything i do will be for houston itself and the SaberCats. so yeah man i'm just happy happier and more uh more proud that I'm actually going to be moving across over there, playing for my, uh, my close family. Uh, my uncle's really, a, he's a really big fan of Houston, but it's kind of every time like we came down to play them or they would come down to play us, he would always try and be like 50-50 with uh, who, which side he wants to be on because I'm playing for the other team. <laughs> so now it's going to be, it'll be great because uh, my whole family can come out and actually watch and it's his hometown too. I hope the fans will be on my side. <laughs>
0: All righty, ladies and gentlemen, continuing here with this latest installment of Cat Chronicles. I have with me CC Mahoney, who is one of the new players who is going to be joining the Houston Sabre for this upcoming season. CeCe, we talked about your experience playing in the MLR, playing for San Diego, but now let's flip things over and get to know you personally. Who is CC, and what can we expect from CeCe beyond the rugby pitch? Beyond
1: the rugby pitch, man, man. Uh... I don't know. I don't really know much. Uh, I don't really know what to say, but uh, I'm I'm a chill guy. I like to kick it with the boys uh, when uh, on my downtime. Maybe I like, like to go out and do some fishing. You know, some something relaxing. Get the get the mind off rugby for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, man, I uh, was born in California, uh, Stanford, and I was sent back to the islands. I was raised in the islands for about four years, four or five years. And then uh, I moved over to New Zealand, and I was raised in New Zealand until two thousand thirteen. Two thousand thirteen was when I moved back to America. Hmm. So when I uh, once I moved back to America, I, I joined the. I got picked up for the USA uh, USA High School All Americans. So hmm. ever since then, I've just been building up slowly from the All Americans, and then finally got the opportunity to play for the Eagles, and I took it. I think at that time I was probably 19. I was 19, so I was the, the youngest player on tour for sure. Um, after after I got capped for Eagles, I took uh I took about half a month off, two weeks, mm-hmm. two weeks, almost three weeks off for rugby, and I got my first professional contract overseas in uh, France for Pro D two. So uh, I, I went to Francis. I lived over there for about a year, playing professional rugby out there and actually getting paid some decent money. Um, and from there, I was on my way back home to go visit family. And as I was on my way back, I got a, I got a call from Rob Hoadley. And he was the coach of San Diego at that time. And he, asked, he had asked me if, uh, if I was busy doing anything or if I wanted to make some extra cash. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And he offered me a contract here in San Diego. And before you know it, I was, I went home for like three, four days and then I came straight back to San Diego, and carried on working. So ever since then, I've been here, just been bouncing back between here and you, uh, the USA team. So yeah, it's pretty much.
0: You mentioned that, that you mentioned that you was born in California, you moved to the islands, then you moved to New Zealand, then back to the States. Yeah. <laughs> in between that time, when did it hit you, and, and where did you fall in love with the game of rugby?
1: Uh, man, it's hard to say when I fell in love with it because when I was still in New Zealand, I was playing a little bit of rugby, but I was majority, uh, majority of the time I was playing uh, basketball. Um, basketball. I mean, being at six eight, I kind of the whole time, I was kind of thinking that basketball would be my route to go. But then uh, it turns out that I was uh, too aggressive on the basketball court, and tackling is not allowed. So <laughs> <laughs> I kind of had to make a U turn and go back to rugby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome! What um what position did you play in basketball?
1: Uh, I was a forward. Mm. And so, how did
0: you, and and how did your basketball career go? Other than the aggressiveness that you showcased on the court. <laughs>
1: uh, it was good. Like I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot, but. Um, none of my friends was really into the whole basketball hype, so, mm-hmm. so I was, uh, they, I'd go with my boys, with my friends, and, uh, I'd play, but all of them would be sitting on the side, <laughs> so then I kind of was, like, slowly drifting away from that, but when we played rugby, all of us would be able to play, because everyone knew how to play football, so it was kind of easy for them to transition over to rugby, so I just, like, slowly stopped kind of going into the basketball and went the rugby way.
0: Mm. Um. Did you grow up a basketball fan? And if so, I got to ask you this question. Who was your favorite player?
1: Uh, not so much growing up as a basketball fan. Mm-hmm. I was more so just wanting to play the sport. Mm-hmm. I I never really was uh into, like, different teams until I finally moved back to America. And then I started, like, watching more basketball because my brothers would be here and all of that. So, yeah. Uh,
0: got you you mentioned in your past time you love to fish what is it about fishing that kind of helps you ease your mind when you are when you are away from the rugby pitch
1: i think the patience that comes with the fishing it really it teaches me how to become like more calm with things try not to rush it just relax it will come type type of stuff you know cuz uh, with fishing you you need a lot of patience and a <laughs> It definitely gives me my downtime from from rugby, though, because I'm away from everything. It's just the sound of the water and just me out there being by myself or being with family. Just know, something about that that really gives me my downtime away from rugby that helps.
0: I noticed one thing about you throughout this interview. You, you mentioned your family a lot. <laughs> uh, can you just talk about how important the family is to you?
1: Yeah, man. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be anywhere that I'm at right now without my family. They've mm-hmm. definitely helped out, helped me out a lot. Uh, majority of the time, I'm not with them, so everywhere I go, I'm always getting phone calls from my mom, my brothers. They're always just checking up on me, see if I, see how I'm doing. Because I'm, I, I moved away at a young age, so for my parents to actually let me go at that age was hard for them, but they knew that I was probably. The, the one out of all the boys to <laughs> survive out there by myself, <laughs> so yeah, man can't do anything without my family. Uh, I'm actually moving to Houston with my uh, with my family too, so with uh, my girlfriend and my daughter. So, yeah, that should be great
0: awesome man i'm glad to hear that and really quick can you just talk about how important it is to have your daughter and your girlfriend out here with you in the city of houston and how that is actually going to help you on the mental aspect of what could be a very long and grueling rugby season
1: i'll tell you what having your family there the season's very short <laughs> you gonna do the long distance uh-huh. comes a very long season <laughs> you're playing two games <laughs> Not only one, you're playing two games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. But yeah, def-
1: most definitely, man, having the family over there with me is definitely, e- puts an ease on my mind, because uh, I could go work, do a full days mm-hmm. of work, and then come home and not have to sit on the phone for a couple hours, just, uh, just to spend time talking to my girlfriend and my daughter, so actually, them being there with me, I can finish work, I can come home, relax, mm-hmm. and they're there with me, like, right by my side, so everything's definitely easier that way.
0: Are you a Netflix type of guy or Hulu type of guy? <laughs> uh,
1: probably a Netflix, more so Netflix than Hulu. Mm.
0: Is there anything you are actually watching right now on Netflix that you would like other people to give a try? It could be a TV show, a movie, a docu-series. A docu- um,
1: I finished the Squid Game not too long ago. Mm. Um, I'd recommend that. That's a great, great program to watch. Mm. Um, yeah, man, that's my most recent one. It's just a Squid Game.
0: <laughs> what What type of music do you like to listen to?
1: Uh, for sure, reggae. Reggae? Yeah, yeah, for sure, oh. reggae. But um, I listen to everything—country, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes rock, depending on what it is, mm-hmm. what type of song. So, yeah, but i Fairly really all around with all of my music and stuff. Mm. I'm not too picky.
0: How did you become a fan of reggae, knowing that you know it's it's mainly popular down south and not too much on the west coast, like where you're from? That's 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 interesting to me.
1: No, man, just growing up, like around my family, all they, all we listen to is reggae, like Lucky mm-hmm. Do, Bob Marley, just all of those stuff. Just being around my family, that they, they've all listened to that type of music, on, like, uh, family gatherings and everything is always some reggae playing in the background or tongue mm. music so
0: yeah awesome man I'm gonna have to tell Drew that we gotta add some reggae music into the game day playlist when you guys are on All right, the field warming up <laughs> <Need> definitely <laughs> Hey CC, need to last relax question. My mind
1: before I go running at
0: someone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sounds like a plan. CC, last question before getting out of here. What, 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 what type of message would you like to send to the Houston SaberCats fan base in order to get them excited for the upcoming 2022 season?
1: Hey, all I gotta say is, y'all make sure y'all get y'all tickets, come out to the game, and watch because this season we going, <laughs> we going.
0: We awesome, sounds, show. Good. God. sounds good, my guy. Sounds good. CC Mahoney, one of the newest member of the Houston Sabercats. Cat. CC, really quick. Do you have a social media where fans can actually follow you on? It could be Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or whatever. Uh, I yeah. guess these days TikTok.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram. Uh it's uh CC2C CC underscore Mahoney, just my last name. But y- y'all can follow me on there, man.
0: Mm. Sounds good. Appreciate it, CC.
1: Thank you very much.